0: Hey, it's J-Mark Accento here, broadcasting to you from the end of the world. Want to show some support for your favorite D&D podcast at the end of the world? Then check out our merch store, the Tfue Market on teespring.com. From now until 2020, we are selling our year one shirts. Exclusive shirts that will only be available for you, our early supporters, and survivors in the post-apocalypse. And if you join our official Facebook fan group, you'll have access to an exclusive discount code. So be sure to check it out. And that's it from me. So I'll see you at the end of the show.
1: Previously on Tabletop for the End of the World.
2: In three months time, we will be hosting a special event that our ancestors once called Burning Men.
1: Some bozo in acquisitions pulled an undead for whatever reason. We come
0: hunting whites. And, and he he was he he was just parts
3: they took everything from me they've made me quite angry
0: he even knows how to hack the drones
2: so sign up now for our big project that we are calling Tara Heart.
0: you're hunting one of my wives i'm sorry i failed i'm sorry and twilight fall, falls to their knees and and just screams heart-wrenchingly oh hello boys back for round two
1: day, then. Yes, and we're doing this my way. Or
3: else, I'll... Or else you'll tell them the truth. I am aware of your threat, young Mitch. You have repeated it endlessly for weeks now. Your
1: information is solid. We won't need to destroy Terraheart.
3: <sighs> yes. We'll take it right out from under them.
2: Day. Good day, my lovely, lovely listeners, and welcome to Burning Men! That's right, everyone. For those of you who have signed up via our exclusive True Reality Portal, make your way to your stations and link up with your personal peacup drone. I personally am excited to get behind the wheel with Snuggles and get. As Festival Fay used to say it, lit. I am so excited. I hope that so many of you will become lit as well. As you know, Burning Men is historically an all-day event, but we do need to complete the Terra Heart today as well. So Stay tuned for the middle of our electrifying drone music podcast for tips and tricks on how to dress to impress at Burning Men with inspiration drawn straight from the early 2000s.
0: This electrifying drone music is shocking, great!
4: Uh,
5: yeah.
6: I have to admit, it does have a certain appeal to my it. Well,
5: it's driving my dogs crazy. How do I shut it off on my end? <laughs> no clue. Kevin's the one who set it up. Even Red is getting into the mood. Oh, yeah. Well, shut it off! Oh, okay. There. Thanks. Now, if we can be serious a moment, run the plan by me again. So I know we're all on the same page.
0: We got it, Manny. It's not that complicated. After our game today, the timing should be right to sneak in a heart while everyone is celebrating Burning Man.
6: Yes, and using the plans Yang sent us, we should be able to flip some of the workers so we can smuggle food out of there. They do the work for our benefit.
5: Right. But why the game today? It seems like a waste of time, isn't it? It isn't a waste. That's a load of-
1: Look, we figured out last time Yang somehow used our feed to get into Robin's feed. We can use our game to keep them further distracted, but we need it to look like business as usual from us.
5: So why not just send our old games over?
1: We weren't exactly recording for posterity. Listen, this will work, and besides-
0: It would be nice to get one last game in before- Stop that.
6: We already agreed. If they're doing work out there, they must have found a way
3: to deal with the radiation. It makes the most sense. But I could- Young Manuel, you are the strength we will need. Your propensity with beasts is vital in case we need to use a more aggressive approach. Damn it, he's
1: right. We all agreed this was the best way to do this.
3: Well, I do believe you almost said something kind, young Mitch. Let's get
1: started. Yang, we're going to need you to bounce our signal so it can't be traced back to us while we play. And guys, remember, this entire session's being recorded. They'll hear everything we say, so don't talk about your locations or any identifying information.
0: Okay. Okay, let's play.
1: Do you guys remember what you were doing last time?
6: Uh, We were standing in a hallway. Right. Ready to run down after
1: the white.
5: Yep. And a voice.
0: Twilight thought everyone looked cool.
1: And how right they were. So yeah, you're standing in a hallway. The only light source right now is the thin amount of light uh, wafting in from under the curtain behind you. And the sconce you lit up with magic, 60 feet away. Uh, You heard that familiar voice, of course. Uh, And in front of you, down that 60-foot hallway, you see two right angle turns, one left and one right. And I leave you with that.
5: Which path shall we take?
1: Asked everyone but mostly Torin aloud.
4: Hmm.
5: Well, um let's go
1: down there and see if we can see more. And Vert just starts running down. As Vert approaches the Scots, the two turns seem identical. And then uh, what, I'm sorry, what's your passive perception real quick? Oh, my passive perception.
5: His or all question. of
1: us? Just Vert's. He's in the lead. He's uh, your leader now, Torin.
5: The murder gnome rules all. He does have the most kills.
1: That's just my. Is that my wisdom? Uh, right should now? should be a stat on the bottom.
5: It says passive wisdom and then perception in bars. I think
0: I think uh, Kev is using a different sheet than we are. Okay. Ah.
4: Uh.
1: So, uh yeah, Kevin's gonna have to roll his uh or vert rather, he's gonna have to roll his perception. Go ahead. Roll that roll that perception roll, Vert. Mm, right. You vertastic little boy, I, you you vertastic man. When you say things like that.
6: Alright, let's see. That is Where's my perception at? That's
1: a sixteen Hey, you're gonna do okay. Uh as you approach the sconce, veering out of that left hallway is the ratty, rotted skin of what once was a person, and an arm flails out at you in the darkness. But you see it in time to jump back.
0: Uh, do we? Do we see it as
1: well? You do now, yes. And you know, emerging from the left path is what you now know very clearly to be a zombie.
0: Twilight sees the arm flailing and flails their arm back and goes, "Hi, I'm Twilight. How are you?"
1: Uh, yeah.
0: Oh, okay. Well, it's okay not to know sometimes and uh-huh. uh twi- twilight goes towards the zombie to high five it
1: oh that's not a good plan sir all right roll initiative real quick everybody
4: oh god
1: just real quick <laughs> uh
0: that's a nine for twilight mm-hmm
5: <laughs> that's a 2
0: mm-hmm
1: that's an 11 okay and Vert's the one who's in the lead? Are you kidding? <laughs> doo,
5: doo, doo, doo,
1: doo, doo, doo. Oh, well, it's not going to matter. So sometimes you roll a two, and that's part of Dungeons & Dragons. <laughs> so the zombie's going to try to flail at you again, but it's going to flail its arms horizontally, and you are too short. <laughs> uh, so uh, go ahead.
0: Go ahead. The murder gnome is too great. You know, it
6: comes in handy sometimes. Uh, So, wait, that's me now?
0: Yep. Hit me
1: with that sweet, sweet Gnomeness.
0: Hit me with that. Doing gnome a firebolt. Fireball away.
1: <laughs> and the gnome
6: shots are coming. Uh, all right, so gonna go for a firebolt. Um, just, just firing a sucker away.
1: All right. Oh, remember to keep track of your spell slots, gentlemen. Right. Yes, thankfully this is a cantrip for me. Yes, so. watch those mana bars, all I'm saying. Mm.
6: <laughs> that is a. 22 to hit
1: oh yeah I'd I'd say that hits uh that hits a barely mobile thing with no armor sure
6: oh wow
1: we may surmise
6: uh where did
1: you go where did you okay there it is
6: I gotta find the d10 one let's go well that's only two points
1: uh you're leaving us in suspense here dude yeah Throw numbers at me. What happened? Is the zombie on fire or what? Well, yeah, no, that's, that's two points of
6: damage. Oh. Yeah.
1: Oh, okay then. Well, now I, I mean, upside. It's not a lot. But... Upside, there's an additional light source in the room
0: now. Vert Vert said its heart ablaze, so it's on fire, but with passion.
6: It's on fire for Vert. See, this is this is not um, how Vert thought this day was going to go. Uh, nor me. Nor the dungeon master. <laughs> can we can we taunt the thing now i mean is it a tauntable item can
1: we he got an item torch? don't objectify I've... him kevin
6: well no i mean it's it's is it even a him
1: i mean i don't know i'm not I'm not judging here it's hard to tell because any genitals have been horribly charred now
0: oh so we can't roll investigation well, to see you... if it has a zombie uh you,
1: you know what you guys go ahead and look for its zombie cock
5: well, I'll... That is
1: all you, Twilight. It's hard to tell through
5: the fire and smoke.
1: <laughs> but I'm gonna count that as your action for the round.
0: Twilight's and in... so I. i Tw- already done. Twilight's in the back end yelling, "It doesn't need genitals to identify." And Twilight takes their rapier and goes to stab it. In the genitals? <laughs> no. no
1: it seemed worth. It seemed worth the genticular region. Knowing at this phase.
5: You just said it doesn't need them.
1: Okay. Uh, rolled a hit.
5: Yep. Uh, stabbing with the
0: rapier, which is silvered, as a reminder to all. Uh, that is a... ooh! Okay, hold on. Uh, t- 21.
1: Yeah, I dare say that'll hit.
0: Okay, thank goodness, because if that didn't, that would be awkward for everyone in this room.
1: I'm not throwing 18 armor-class zombies at you at this phase.
0: I don't know what you're throwing That's a big that zombie. It's a big... Not
5: this encounter.
0: That's a big, big boy.
5: I mean, he already threw a four-armed giant monster of armor at us.
4: Oh,
1: Oh, I miss game three. (laughs) Uh, We did come away with a magic talking
0: helmet, though. Okay, so uh, that was a five. So Twilight uh, is yelling that. Twilight's going, It doesn't need genitals to identify as a gender! As Twilight stabs it through the chest with the rapier.
1: Yeah, you stab it directly through the heart. And it is going to... uh, Is going to collapse unconscious or whatever the equivalent is for zombies. Um, And as you do this, you see the air around it turns into like a black dust. And it envelops this zombie. And the fire extinguishes and the wound in its chest fills in with more rotting flesh that manifested out of nothing. And the zombie is floated gently back to its feet, and it says, "Because uh, it's a zombie, and that's that's all they do."
0: Okay, uh, is did it wow. did its wound heal around my sword?
1: No, your sword. You, you you jabbed in, and then you 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 know you put your right rapier in, and you took your right rapier out,
0: uh, the... and
1: now you can take your right rapier and put it in and shake it all about.
0: I mean, if you're if giving me you
1: feel inclined if you're
0: giving me a second attack I will not argue against this
1: that's not what I said <laughs> but uh what I did say is that uh, the zombie looks to be in exactly the same condition that you found it in suddenly
0: even though I used the silvered rapier yeah
1: that didn't matter okay
0: just want I mean sure. there was
1: there was there was still steam and and smoke coming out of the wound but after you remove the rapier right back
0: okay well uh Clearly, your heart still burns greatly for the murder gnome. So, uh, yeah, and Twilight would like to use the rest of their movement to move around the zombie and go past it. Okay, sure.
1: Uh, As you move by it, it's going to swing out at you, but it's going to miss again because my rolls are Garbo.
0: That's fair. (laughs) So Twilight's just like, I did my best.
1: Twilight ran left and passed the zombie.
5: Uh, Torrin. So Torin will take out his sword and shield. Seems reasonable. Maybe to finally use that protection skill I chose and then never used. As one does, as one does. So then Torin will charge at it and will strike using divine smite. Cool. Which is an innate thing I have. So go ahead, uh, roll to hit, and then roll your damage. Twenty-five. Whoa. Oh, so wait, no, that,
0: that means it was a crit, then, if it's a nat 20. So any die that you
1: roll to deal damage, you roll again and add. Ooh.
5: So...
0: Waste, wasted a crit 20 on a zombie. We did it. You <laughs> made it.
5: So slashing, it's a 1d10. Yep, and then I need to also add
1: 2d8. It would be the... Oh, yeah, so the 2d8 for the Divine Smite. And remind me, is Divine Smite uh, a magical damage type? It's like Radiant Damage, Yeah, Radiant
5: right? Damage yeah okay oh fun it's just an innate thing i got for reaching second level
1: okay roll those
5: dice roll
1: them roll them you you beautiful baby man
5: so i got a two sixes and then i will roll the d8 again cool cool a three and then i guess what do i roll my d10 again for the crit yep 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 you you can even uh re-roll the divine smite too yeah really Yep. Yeah, just add it all together. So the second d10 was a... 3... Mm-hmm. 18 D8, total.
4: 8,
5: 5... 7. 23.
1: Yeah. Uh, so your sword... absolutely blinds everyone else in the room with its shimmering majesty as you cut this zombie completely in half. Vertically. Oof. Heal from this! I'm gonna just specify the extra bit of resistance you feel as the sword moves downward through his hip region guarantees that it was a male zombie. <laughs> you see the, the two halves collapse in the hallway and you see the black energy in the room come back into existence but it's it's connecting with the white fire that's left over from your divine smite that's still uh wriggling around where you cut the zombie and had...
5: Radiantly it. damaging it.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's, you're getting the idea. The black dust, every time it makes contact with that that radiant
5: fire, it evaporates,
1: and it can't reach the zombie's wound to, to fill it again.
5: I see you are still yes. with me, Hercules. I thank you. <laughs> In the distance, you
1: hear like a... Yeah, bro. <laughs> okay, so, uh twilight i believe was in the lead uh chuckles over there uh you see in the dim light of the torch behind you a familiar a familiar visage it's another sconce in the distance and two right angle turns
0: twilight would like wait oh two right angle turns not two right turns uh, does the sconce it, seem to indicate a direction at all? Like, is it turned it, a certain no. way? Okay. It's, it's
1: symmetrical to the wall.
0: Okay, I would like to roll my investigation to see if I can see any tracks that lead in a specific direction. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so... Fun fact, um, it wasn't an, a crit miss because I didn't roll one, but I have a minus one to investigation. So that was a one. And Twilight realizes that they don't actually know what the word investigation means. And Twilight's just like, I'm gonna... What's the word? Huh. And just be kind of stuck there. Twilight doesn't know what's going on anymore.
1: Right. Uh, I will add that uh, whatever Twilight does next, though, they now believe they need to do it with... uh obvious amount of confidence yeah because they just spent a few seconds like on their hands and knees examining the ground yeah and they really need to look like they found something
0: no that's absolutely right uh twilight's actually going to jump off and go i know exactly what must be done and twilight is going to try to turn to sconce okay so
1: you you're going to run run the distance to the sconce and then try to turn it yeah want to find some books to pull too maybe i don't know that might still be a sensitive subject for Vert right now. <laughs> Careful pulling books. Uh, you succeed in uh, in reaching the sconce, and as you do, uh, make a perception check for me, Twilight.
0: Okay. That, I actually do have stats on. Um, yeah, I know. Twilight rolls a number.
5: Okay, there, that's a lot better. While waiting the year for T- Twilight to figure out things, Torn's just still kicking the zombie body.
6: poking it with the stick
5: yeah that was a a 21 yeah sure twilight
6: on your right
1: is another zombie. right in the same position the other one was but this time on the right instead of the left but like the same distance you get what i'm trying to say
0: twilight's gonna look at the zombie and go we're gonna go left and just start walking in that direction
1: the zombie starts following you. that's fine but how but it's very slow yeah it's very slow and twilight can outrun it the zombie's barely moving. They can outrun it. Outwalk it.
0: And Twilight moves moves their way in that direction and is like, come on! Let's go! I don't want to go down that way. That seems awful. And in the dimness, Torrin and Vert see
1: Twilight start walking away from a zombie, and the zombie's following, and, it, and they're just going. They're just going left. <laughs> do,
6: do you think we should let them lead the zombie away? Or maybe we should go
5: help if we don't follow them they'll find a way to kill themselves and we just follow and I guess just shove over the zombie and keep following
1: (laughs) okay you shove the zombie aside Um, I guess I guess that's an attack roll
6: It's a grapple check, I think, or no? I guess it's just a strength. I
5: said I shoved it. I'm not wrestling it to the ground and putting it in a Boston crab. It's,
6: it's, it's a touch attack. A
5: strength check. It's a, yeah, it's a touch attack. Torrin locks it in the sharpshooter.
6: Oh no! <laughs> Things took a turn.
5: Just uh, oh. just
1: roll a d20 for me, please. Give me the count, Bert.
6: <laughs> and one, and two.
5: That's a 17.
1: Yeah, no, you've pinned it. You you pin the zombie and it is it is prone and is trying to nibble at you and can't
0: get out. Uh Twilight uses prestidigitation to make a ladder appear. Is there a belt
1: at the oh. top of it? <laughs> that absolutely is not how prestidigitation <laughs> works. No, 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 no. It's not a physical ladder, it just looks like a ladder. I'm just I'm just That would be minor illusion. Oh,
5: this is the line? This is where he crosses the line? <laughs>
1: For some reason,
5: I've chosen to set my flag here. This is the hill he's going to die on.
0: All the stuff we've gotten away with, but heaven forbid I make a wrestling reference with Prestidigitation.
1: I just want to point out, you have actual swords. Uh,
6: So, um, Vert, however, does cast Prestidigitation to create a small bell in his hand.
4: (laughs) You can
1: create the sound of a bell.
6: No, no. I, I, you can create uh, a small, non-magical trinket or luxury image that can fit in your
1: hand. Yeah, it does say that. <laughs> Lawyered. It okay. Does. Okay. <laughs> but it's a jingle bell.
0: <laughs> okay? Fine.
4: <laughs>
0: Ding. And then Twilight takes the uh, Twilight uh, takes their rapier and stabs the prone Z- Zambi in the head. Hilarious. Roll damage. Okay. You you hit. Roll damage. Okay. Uh, one second. Uh, that is a six.
5: Okay. Um, Surprisingly, you, this uh, is the only time this was in his script. <laughs> yeah, I wrote all this
0: in. Uh, you're
1: going to stab that zambi right through the eye, You scramble them brain juices in the middle there, and, uh, and then you're going to pull out, as a good gentleman does. And uh, again, you guys are going to see that that black power flowing through the room, but it's, it's even thicker this time. Did you say we
0: uh, saw black power floating through the room?
5: I believe
6: that came out.
5: It forms into the shape of a fist and then raises up the zombie. <laughs> I just want to make sure you're aware of what you just said. This is his James Gunn moment, by the way. <laughs> oh, God, my tweets. My tweets!
1: Uh, okay, so, uh... And once again, you see that the black energy is filling the zombie's wound in. Oh, no. Uh... It is getting. It is. It is still thrown. I guess you still have it pinned. Uh, what do you do? Uh, I would like Ting. to use my
5: perception to see where the black energy is coming from. Vert, vert, tings. Le- oh, Lean back mistake. further while holding the legs to see if I can make it tap. <laughs> uh, you know
1: what? Roll your strength. Oh. Wait. Uh,
0: can I use my perception to see where the smoke's coming from?
1: Sure. it's not uh, it's not smoke uh, what you noticed what everyone saw actually was that the uh, it's like a black powdery mist almost like like sand caught in the breeze mm-hmm. and it's it's thicker here um, as though you're getting closer to its source okay and it is encapsulating and filling in the wounds of the zombie and then uh, recent wounds whatever killed it like it's major vital's wound seems to still be there. What do I have to kill to get but, a surface in here? But now that it's a... You know what I'm trying to say. The, the stab you made is now filled in with black gunk.
0: No, but like, where'd the black gunk come from?
5: Did it
1: just pull in the hole? or it, it emerged from the air, but it's thick now. It's like thicker. 19, okay, plus thick 3,
5: thick. plus 2 proficiency
1: bonus. <laughs> it's knee joint snaps. And then more black energy fills in around its knee and it it goes snap and it replaces but did it tap (laughs) Uh, it doesn't understand the rules of wrestling but how am I gonna get the belt you steal its belt (laughs) it is now trouserless but you are holding it very tightly
0: twilight just goes guys come on let's just let's just go I think it's done
5: i think we're good ask him
0: Uh, ask him you mean the zombie if he taps submit twilight kneels down and goes do you tap out do you excuse me and twilight's like poking it at the top of its head away from its mouth excuse me i
1: suppose i suppose it would try to bite your finger
0: it's failing because i'm away from its head
1: entirely but it's just it's snapping at you i don't know where you think you're going with this Torn
5: just drops the legs it's like this wasn't even a sanctioned match and just keeps (laughs) walking
4: like the zombie is prone. <laughs> I'm dying. Oh, I'm actually dying. We've been doing this for 30 minutes. This is the most we've accomplished today. <laughs>
5: Give him a show. Oh, wow. Oh.
1: Yeah. <laughs> In the name of speed and progress, this zombie gives up and walks away.
5: You've you defeated it through morale. Can we have a demon uh, or devil named Vince McMahon? The, the zombie's name was actually Vince McMahon.
1: You have you have defeated Zomb McZomb. <laughs> The greatest character I've ever written.
6: I'd set it on fire, except it would chase us,
5: and we keep moving. We keep moving.
1: <laughs> this left hallway seems to be a, a dead end where the cavern has collapsed.
0: Aww. Twilight doubles back.
1: <laughs> you see Zom McZom sitting, like sort of in the darkness of the hallway in the fetal position, <laughs> just trying not to acknowledge you guys. But in the darkness, <laughs> bef- in the darkness further past that. Um, in the dim light of that sconce you lit you see that first zombie is is rapidly approaching from behind you know rapidly for a corpse
5: oh come on i chopped it in half with divine energy oh right no that's right that's right
1: sorry i can't do that it's chopped in half with divine energy but you still see it writhing there i had intended for something different to happen as you could tell i was reading from a script <laughs> but uh so yeah what you have
0: is two zombies defeated in different ways and the question here is which one is more broken <laughs> I think we know the answer.
6: (laughs) I think we do. Um, Because the other two halves are, like, what, trying to crawl towards us now?
1: Uh, No, they're kind of writhing in a semblance of pain, but you you don't really think the undead feel pain. Like, it's trying to, like, swat, like, a holy fire out, but every time it gets too close, it just hurts
5: its hands more.
4: Okay,
6: okay.
5: You know, one of those scenarios.
6: Yeah. Like, like... You do. As okay.
5: as as they do. And just as a quick aside while we're walking by, Torrin just chops both arms in an X across his crotch and keeps walking.
6: <laughs> Vert raises an eyebrow.
5: Can you smell what the murder gnome is cooking?
1: Remind me what what species of gnome are you again?
6: Uh I am a rock gnome.
4: <laughs> yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs>
5: He yes. is the Rock Gnome. I was
4: just gonna uh, say,
0: there isn't a lot that's been yeah. preserved over the generations, but the fact that WrestleMania has been preserved is a blessing.
6: <laughs> the Rock survives all. All right. Whoa, okay.
1: Goodness. Okay. A treasure
6: well. for the ages. Anyway, uh, yeah, we 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 are going to uh, pass Zom Mick. Uh, fetal, Zomb, and uh, keep keep going down that that hallway.
1: Sure, uh, same situation one last time. Uh, but now, Torin, your amulet as you go down this hallway is beginning to glow. Hmm.
5: I've had this thing for years. Why is it suddenly doing this now? It's so it's never done like- that
6: before.
0: Isn't that literally what you did when you were yelling at Justin?
5: I don't. That was the
1: first time. Oh. Mm. For a quick reminder, when you were with Justin, it was shaking. And it's still been shaking this entire time, but now it's actually starting to shake
5: and glow. Just feels a little insecure. And we must be getting closer to whatever evil is nearby.
0: Evil.
5: Was that good good ambiance?
0: Yeah, I think that was good.
1: I felt that.
4: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, instead of instead of more hallways with right and left turns in them uh, as you travel uh, into darkness you see a dim bit of light ahead of you and you take those final steps until you see yourself standing over um, uh, a wide cavern and you're on this slope, this incline of, uh, above it. Down below are a dozen zombies. Torin's memory recalls, by their equipment and what remains of their faces, these people were once in Justin's lineup when you first arrived in town. They're, they seem to be oblivious to you. They're facing away, facing the exit on the far side of the cavern. And they are kneeling in a prostrate position. Their foreheads are pressed to the ground. And they, uh, they look like uh, they're posed like dogs or some kind of animal there is a ledge going around either side of this cavern uh, that will lead you right to this exit the zombies don't seem to be reacting to you at all
0: Is where where are twilight and vert in relation to Torin like do we see this or is tauren like right there in front of us and we haven't seen it yet you all see this oh fun
5: mm-hmm. by olympus these were the townspeople. What has happened here?
6: Um. Considering what's happened with the other two uh, <clears throat> creatures that we've run across, maybe we leave these ones alone and we just take care of the white.
0: Uh, Dungeon Master, what are they bowing to? It's weird
1: giving me a title like that. They seem to be bowing towards the the exit, the door on the other side of the cavern uh, door is a, a vague term for it it's really just a big hole in the rock is, uh, is Dabilika it, it still looks with like us? It, uh, she is she's been floating quietly behind you she actually, if you check in on her she looks a little she, she's got a look in her eyes some kind of excitement, some kind of anticipation she's wide-eyed uh,
0: best buddy? Do you know what's going on here? Well, this is a first for
1: me, of course. But by the looks of it, something religious, maybe? Look at them, look at them. They're all prostrate in prayer and worship. Ooh, oh, if it was pointed at me, it would give me
5: goosebumblies. The dead do not worship.
1: The dead still have gods, Torrin. I mean they're not like you know like consciously worshiping them but the there are those beings that control the dead this white I thought was controlling the dead before but and and it was maybe using these zombies as guards in this hallway but now maybe there's going to be a bigger fish in the pond
0: look see they're not guarding anymore okay well, I guess we'll just uh, pass on by here. And Twilight starts slowly making their way uh, towards that other door.
1: You do. You do start making your way towards that other door. Are you going to just walk through, or are you going to try to
0: skirt the ledge? Uh, Twilight's going to use stealth. going to be a stealthy, stealthy um, tiefling.
5: Tiefling. bird
6: okay. is also going to try and stealth along the ledge around.
5: <clears throat> Torrin will as stealthily as possible follow while his non stealth armor clanks. Twilight
0: rolled a twenty two. That's that's
5: a stealthy boy. Oh uh, god, do we have to roll for 19.
4: stealth?
5: Yeah. Always. That's a skill I did not take. That's okay. That depends on a thing I have negative numbers in. <laughs> Well, uh, what's a net 20 mean when you have negative of every other modifier? <laughs> Critical success it doesn't matter.
1: Hercules yeah. has somehow made your clanky armor unclanky in this moment. Uh, so, uh, is that, that's everybody?
6: Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, carefully, the three of you skirt the ledge, avoiding every little...
0: Pebble that could be kicked into the group of zombies. Oh, you, or... you know what that means? It's time for Twilight's every little It's time for Twilight's sneaky theme song.
4: Dun, da, da, dun dun, dun,
0: dun, 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 dun dun dun, dun, Okay, okay, okay.
5: For the but love I, of I Zeus, stop singing you... out loud. No, I,
1: Twilight's saying I, I'm
0: it- Twilight saying
1: it quietly. The option of singing that out loud. I'm gonna let you think about it. I'm gonna <laughs> let you ruminate on whether or not twilight would like to actually audibly (laughs) sing a song in this moment twilight i'm gonna let you you consider i'm gonna let you really (laughs) soak all by the
5: chains of character
0: (laughs) (laughs) um okay 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 hold on let me really consider this just for a moment so twilight in their In all they have learned over this time, after being attacked by the giant tentacle squid beard devil, has learned that sometimes it's okay to not be their best self for the universe and the ether. So, Twilight starts singing in their head? Twilight's been learning about internal monologues? and so twilight is internally in their brain space singing this song
5: twilight learned they have a brain they can think with twilight has learned a new move internal monologue forget a move you
1: forgot how to (laughs) i'm not sure
5: i can't remember what i've forgotten (laughs) has
1: twilight only ever done four things
5: And we've hey, snuck uh, by, we've snuck by, come on. Yeah, I'm just kidding, I'm kidding.
1: Uh, so instead of this cool, like, like failure scenario I had set up for you guys, you guys are just standing in front of, now that you realize you're you're at this opening, you're standing in front of that black powder. It's created a whole curtain of energy around the opening to this cavern that no light is escaping into or out of. Twilight. The zombies behind you make, still make no notice of you at all. Twilight. Can
5: the light from my amulet cut through it?
1: Yeah, actually, that's what I was going to ask. Uh, good <laughs> question. Um, it seems to pierce it like a spearhead. And in the point where it makes that connection, the whole dusty wall starts to fall away from that central point. And standing in front of you is a room that is glowing with purple light. What look like ruins, runes are carved into the floor, and in the back of the room it is what you're sure is an altar, constructed out of not wood, not stone, but stinking human bones and rotting flesh. Above that altar floats the ion stone, now glowing a sickly purple. Light from the runes inscribed in the floor rushes into that stone in wisps of smoke. And you can hear a sound, like someone pouring sand over glass. You don't see anybody immediately in the room. And the glowing sickly light on the floor is the only
2: light source. Welcome back. Now, I'm sure you all are wondering just how to stay perfectly within the appropriate dress code for burning men. Well, I am pleased to announce that for a limited time, you can download from our wide range of clothing options, including but not limited to traditional Native American headdress, the face of an Egyptian king to common on your body, sparkles, glitter, those are two separate skins, and body odor or if you're feeling particularly bold simply toss your avatar into the random outfit generator with the following settings almost naked mad max glow in the dark and sweat and we assure you that you will be perfectly ready to take on burning men like it is 2010 I think I'm personally going to wear a lot of feathers, and no, just the feathers.
3: It is done. They will no longer be able to trace your signal when you broadcast. So what now? Do we go for it? Certainly, that would be ideal.
4: We could simply. So,
3: you no, know, I told you we're doing this my way. The
1: goal's to ramp up chaos. We do it now, that's too early. We need to do it right at the moment they start burning men.
0: Combining their management of burning men with a sudden broadcast interruption from your friendly neighborhood Dungeons and Dragons players will be sure to have them scrambling.
6: And, using the tech that I gave Yang, they'll be sure to want to find out where the signal is coming from. And I can sneak in there safe and sound.
1: Right. We're not losing anyone. If he gets shaky, I'm going in there. and I'm getting Kev out.
3: Very well, then. I see the logic. I will not act without your direction.
1: Oh, wow. Like what I asked for. Now then, we've still got some time. Let's give those stroking sumers something fun to listen to. Torin, what do you do?
5: Seeing that his amulet is giving them some sort of vantage he takes it from his around his neck wraps the strap around his like hand and fist so that it dangles while he's still holding his sword and keeps it like you know raised and able to point
4: okay and it then gives you a...
5: and then turns to debilica what is this devilry what have they done to this simple artifact
1: Of all the things that have happened in here, you're probably holding the thing we can affect the least. I don't
5: think that's coming from us. So, in your prison, you have no idea what this is? Oh,
1: I'm sorry, I thought you were
5: talking about your medallion? No.
1: That's an altar made of destroyed corpses. I didn't do that. I was here with you guys.
6: And the black stuff?
1: Uh, let's see. Uh, bu- bu- du- 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 yeah, magical energy. By the look of it, I mean I'm no—I'm not a wizard. <laughs> no fancy little. Ooh, look at me! I have spells.
6: Are useful here. All right, and he turns away.
1: Although, uh, would you like to try to figure out what it is, Kevin?
6: Uh, yes, I would like to do. What was it Arcana?
1: Arcana would be it.
6: Okay, well, let's try an Arcana roll first. That is a 15.
1: What you are sensing is necrotic energy, the energy of necromancy and the power that fuels uh, the living dead. You have never seen it so thick before that it's physically manifesting. But there there is, well, there's so much necrotic energy emanating from the Ion Stone right now that you can physically see it instead of just feel it.
6: So what we're dealing with here seems to be necrotic energy, which, um, if memory serves, is what the white is made out of and what you know liches and stuff are made out of. And the last necromancer that I met did not like healing spells. And he just kind of looks over at the medallion that uh, Torin is holding.
0: Uh, Twilight uh, says, "Do do you want to lay hands
5: on it? Do you want to just face plant it? We may be able to, if not destroy, possibly purify it. I will try. Do we go into the room? My brothers in arms and Twilight.
6: Let me try one thing first. Um, Vert is going to do a firebolt at the altar itself.
1: Okay, go ahead.
6: That is a twenty-four to hit.
1: Well, okay. You're not gonna. You're not gonna need to roll damage for that. Okay. Okay. Uh, what you see is that the altar ignites readily. The hmm. stinking flesh very quick to begin cremating. Uh, the altar collapses, and the ion stone stays in its fixed point, floating in the space above. But there is a bit more light in the room now,
6: which is what he was aiming for, actually. Okay.
1: So uh, cool. all of you are still standing uh, right outside the door. Last I checked.
6: All right, let's do this. Well, hold, hold on.
0: If there's more light in the room, do we see anything else? Uh, you, uh,
1: roll your perception, buddy. Okay. Him or all of us? Roll your perce- Just Twilight for asking the question.
0: I asked the question.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, 23. Ooh, in the new light of the room,
1: uh, you notice that there is a familiar object in that pile of bones. Uh, it seems like resting against it was a familiar-looking sword, the sword you saw the white have on her person
0: before. Uh, Twilight would like to go towards the sword and pick it up. Okay, so uh, you
1: enter the room. Yes. Okay, you uh, you enter the room. Uh, you go and approach the altar. As he's approaching the altar, what are you two going to do?
5: Uh Torin will try to stay near him, knowing that the energy from his amulet might be the only thing keeping back some of this necrotic energy. Or following Twilight.
1: Thank you. As you, uh, Torin, as you enter the room, you notice that light from your amulet is actually almost actively in confrontation with the air around it. The radius of light it was giving you is now dimmer. You can actually see the edges of its orb of light uh, where where little black flecks are dissolving out of existence around you.
6: Vert is moving in a little bit into the the room, just making sure that he can get a clean shot or access to everything that's in there. And,
1: Um, Vert, I'm going to have you make an acrobatics check right now.
6: Okay. That we can do. You
1: hear a, uh... You guys hear a a, a rope, uh... You hear a rope snap. And you roll a 20, so it doesn't matter that I worked so hard to do this. (laughs) Um,
5: Still too short for the rope.
1: (laughs) A set of stalagmites, uh, stalactites, rather, directly yes. above the opening of the cavern, uh, begin creaking and collapsing. And you roll out of the way just in time, and the entranceway is barred shut from collapsing stone. As that happens, uh, Twilight, what is your AC, good sir? Uh,.
0: Twilight's not a sir, but their AC. I was I was speaking to Jane. Oh, well, you said Twilight. Uh... I make all kinds of mistakes <laughs> to cover my tracks. <laughs> Twilight's <laughs> AC is thirteen.
1: Uh, okay, out of thirteen.
0: Hey, okay, you're getting hit. Oh, fun.
1: Uh, yeah, one second. Whew. Uh, from. The wall behind you. Two arrows are going to, to lance out through this necrotic darkness. The one aiming for Torin misses in his goes through his radius of light, uh, and strikes the wall behind mm-hmm,
4: him. Mm-hmm.
1: And the one that was going for Twilight's gonna hit him in the back.
0: Okay. How much? How, mu- how much damage? For ten. Hachi machi. Really? Gee. Okay. Every
1: now and then I max my rolls. Every now and then. I can get twos and fives all day. And then now from when I actually get to hit you. Okay. That's fine.
0: That's fine. Uh, Twilight. Um, Twilight is walking their way to the sword and like getting ready to pick mm -hmm. it up. And suddenly she goes, ah, and feels one of the necrotic energy just take them right at like the tailbone. Ironically, because their tail is there, but you know.
1: For sure. And you hear that familiar voice once again. You boys just walked right in here like you forgot about me. And you can see now in the dim glowing purple is the white waiting where she had set her traps in the opening of the room. The trap that didn't do anything. I feel kind of bummed about that.
0: You do or, or the white feels kind of bummed about it? Both
6: either uh, you know bird got some dust on him <laughs>
1: now you are a dirty boy
0: <laughs> uh twilight oh. is rubbing their their back like their lower back above their tail and like grimacing and going you know i really don't appreciate that and twilight would like to and i can see the white now right yes how far it's dim light but you know how far is, is the white for me Forty feet. Forty feet. Uh, Give you one quick second. I'm just going to read something. So not that. Um... Uh Aha! Yes. So since I just got hit, was was I hit by something the white did specifically?
1: Yeah, uh, she shot you with an arrow. Perfect. So
0: Twilight would like to use a reaction to cast Hellish Rebuke.
1: Oh, crap to you. <laughs> yeah, no, the white's on fire then.
0: Okay, cool. So, um, can you make a dexterity saving throw? Good try. Let's see.
1: Yeah, six ain't gonna do yep, it. Yep,
0: that ain't gonna do it, so you're gonna take 2d10 fire damage.
1: Okay. Nine and eight. Told you I can roll high. <laughs> All right, 17. So she is going to say something along the lines of, like, you know, like express her frustrations. You get it? You know, like...
0: Right. And Twilight's going to go, that's what she get. I'm not letting you get away this time. And Twilight draws their loot in one hand and their rapier in the other, ready to fight.
1: And she says,
4: come on!
1: And motions to you. Ready for fightiness. And yeah, roll initiative, guys. Hmm.
0: Son of my mom. Ten. Eleven. Okay, Uh, that is a nine. Again. Ooh, birds first.
6: Okay, you know what? We're going with the tried and the true. Sounds right. Second level
0: magic missile. Are you going to see if you can murder a rock? Hmm. Twilight goes remember we can't kill it or it'll get away again
6: Doran, um, hit that one right on the money I am targeting the ion stone
4: Oh, ooh.
5: time to murder a mineral <laughs> uh, the... well,
1: in fairness before you do this roll your hmm. arcana over
6: oh okay
5: we have to see if he's smart enough to know whether he can do this
6: uh, that is a sixteen.
1: Uh, you do notice that the ion stone looks incredibly unstable at this point. Uh, you could, you can absolutely still hit it, uh, mm. but it, it's it's vibrating and it's spinning a little bit and it's overfilled with necrotic energy. So whatever you do, you have that information about it. You okay. can still you can still choose to attack it, or you can choose to target something different if you'd like.
6: Hmm. No, I'm still going to attack it. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, mistakes were made, but they were made in good faith. All right. That is.
5: Short's the kind of man who defuses a bomb with a baseball bat. <laughs>
6: yeah. All right that ended up being uh 21
1: yeah you're gonna hit it you don't even need to roll damage on it oh boy yeah arcing from across the room are your magic missiles and your magic missile collides with these this energy and you hear a sound like someone shattering a window but then you hear it again and you hear it again and you hear this this sound repeating, layered on top of itself, over and over again. The, the shards of the stone have ripped apart and shot across the room and then frozen in the air in an oval. And they've begun to whirl. And the sound of constantly breaking glass is still spiraling all around you. And you hear the white start to laugh, which sounds like... <sighs> Still on fire, still on fire. <laughs> the whirlwind of crystal widens into a swirling vortex that would be large enough for Torin to fit through. The energies of the vortex start ripping at the necrotic energy around the room, crystallizing it into black crystal. Man, that didn't sound nearly as cool as when I wrote it. All of that necrotic energy seems to get absorbed into the portal. Even the white's on-fire-now body seems to be pulled into this vortex from this energy uh the shards of crystal whirling around the room rip at her corporeal form shredding her right in front of you Mm -hmm. and you see her body replaced by that same black icor from before and in that same breath that icor vibrates with the necrotic energies gray light streaks across the blob until the white's face is again visible and laughing and nihilistic glee.
0: Twilight yells, "Debilica! What's
4: happening?
1: What you can hear of Dabilica in this din, as you look at her illusion, it seems like the illusion of hers is constantly breaking up. It's getting staticky and fragmented, and you can only hear her speaking. Eh, I, but, I, there's, I can't, barely, I can't hear. Uh. Um, also, all of you are going to take five damage from this swirling negative energy and these crystals cutting at your flesh. How much damage? Five. Everyone takes five. Ah! Take five, guys. Take five.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm.
1: The the swirling stops, and you uncover your faces. The white is happily in flight, swirling around this vortex, and a large skeletal hand emerges from its darkness. It grasps the edge of the portal and begins to pull out the rest of itself. In the space around it, living shadows shriek into the room and compile into a single being. It looks like the silhouette of a man wearing a a dark cloak and it reaches a hand out for the white's icor, and says to it, "You have done well. Enjoy your promotion, name of Orcus. 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 And the black shade of a creature places a hand upon the white's icor, and the blob takes arms, and its face becomes more defined. And it shrieks into the room, which I will not do for the sake of everyone because we're all wearing headphones and that'd be rude. Thank you. That large mm. skeletal hand from the darkness has pulled itself all the way through. And now the arm it just seems to be a single giant skeletal arm bending at the elbow to reach back in the portal and pull out a rib cage, and then legs that connect to it to a massive set of hips. Twilight Cast Shatter. Good call. Um yeah, roll damage for that. <laughs>
0: I was about to say, like... Does that hit? Yeah, that hit. How's uh, that hit? That's AoE, right? Yep. It's a 10-foot radius spear centered on the point that I'm pointing at. It is a constitution saving throw, but it's not fully formed yet, so up to you.
1: So, um, yeah, my my creatures are definitely going to do... Co- how how big is that AoE again? Uh, 10 feet. 10 feet. Okay. Uh, Yeah, you're going to hit all three of my creatures here. Okay. A uh, constitution saving throw, you would be that guy.
0: Son of my, oh my goodness. Okay, so I'm guessing it hits. <sighs> you sound upset, so does that mean it hits?
1: Okay, what's what's your, uh, what's the saving throw pass? Fourteen, right? Uh, let me check. Yes. Okay, uh, so you're going to hit the big skeleton and you're going to hit the shadowy guy. Okay,
0: I'll take it. All right, I'm going to roll my damage for both of them. Go ahead. Okay. You can just roll damage once and it'll hit Right, because it's an AoE. That makes sense. Okay, so I have... 18.
1: Okay, it's going to do 18 damage to each of them? Yes. Oh,
0: crud. Okay. Yes. Oh, wait, 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 wait. So did they all fail? Uh, no. Two of them failed. Okay, so two of them failed, they get 18 damage, and then the one that succeeded gets 9 damage. Oh. Yeah, and then also, are they made of inorganic material?
1: If you're talking about the rules for shatter, mm-hmm. then you're talking about are they made of like ceramic or stone? Yeah. Uh, uh, the skeleton is made of bone, which I think we can all agree comes
0: from living. Bones. Okay, that's fair. Uh,
1: the The shadow doesn't seem to be made of anything at all. Okay, barely even wearing pants.
0: Shadow pants.
1: Shadow pants. You guys are the first.
0: You kept describing it and I panicked. If you want the honest like what happened there was I panicked. (laughs) Yeah, I Mm.
1: thought that was good. (laughs) But what the Shatter what the Shatter did do is what it was reaching for in that portal was as far as you could tell its head. Mm -hmm. And now it can't seem to find its head. (laughs) Uh,
4: Mm.
1: But that so there's a headless giant skeleton, it reaches in and it grabs a hand of something. It grabs its hand on something and pulls out a battle axe. And the shadow looks at Twilight. It doesn't have a face, but just from its posture, you feel the murderous intent emanating off of its body. It says to you,
4: It matters not. More will
5: come. This must be the one we were warned of. Dorcas. Uh,
1: the the shadow and the white's new spirit form facepalm.
4: He doesn't, he doesn't take doesn't us do you very you. seriously, yes, does, he. does he?
1: No,
0: no, he does not.
5: Olympish, slay you. Wait, is the skeleton speaking
0: without a mouth? Or did no? That was
5: the uh, shadow. Okay. So the shadow and the ichor.
0: Uh, okay, does the skeleton just like pantomime shoulder shrugging?
5: Well, it does now.
0: Hell yeah, that's canon. We did it.
5: <laughs> that's canon. So since the gigantic skeleton with the battle axe may be our biggest worry Torin goes to cast bane on it slicing just the okay. tip of his finger to get the material of a drop of blood necessary and up to 3 cool. creatures of my choice that I can see within range must make charisma saving throws whenever a target you that guys. fails the saving throw makes an attack roll or a saving throw before the spell ends the target must roll a D4 and subtract the number rolled from the attack roll, or saving throw.
1: Good lord! What's the save?
5: My charisma save is twelve. Spell save. This. Okay. Uh,
1: you're actually you're gonna hit the uh, the white's new form with bang. Is gonna stick.
5: Just the blood suspends in midair, turns a golden color, and shoots out like three golden spikes.
1: Yeah, the shadow waves its hand and dissipates the blood in the distance, but the specter was too far forward. The, the white sticker was too far forward, and it's going to make contact. It's going to, like, spit on its forehead, basically.
4: Yeah.
1: Bane! Yeah, it's super gross. And the skeleton? The shadow's hand movement deflected the, the blood from the skeleton as well. Yeah. So, yeah, you just hit the white. They got good rolls. Well. And they both... I will point out, they both have negative Charisma mods, and they still passed. What? Yeah, I got 17 and 16.
0: They're low-key very charismatic. So yeah, you cast Bane. Um,
1: you're currently not in melee range. You can move into melee range so if you so choose.
5: Would I still be able to attack? Doesn't Bane take up your action, sir? I don't know. Does it? Or is that cast as a bonus action? Uh, no, nope. Casting time, one action. There you go. Well, then I will just move to stand in front of my allies, shield up, amulet kind of just draped in front of the shield.
1: Sounds good. So you move in front of, I believe, Twilight is the most far forward, right?
0: Also the most stocked up, yes.
1: Clearly stocked up. Okay, so you move in front of Twilight. That's going to put you in melee range of the shadow and the white. Uh, the skeleton's kind of behind them. And, uh, Vert, that kind of leaves you off
5: in the back a little bit. It is... It is Twilight's move. I mean, Vert has all of the range, so it does not matter.
1: He's well away from you. He's, like, he's like 30 feet away from you. In the back.
0: Okay, so it's Twilight's move. Um... Twilight's move. And action.
1: And however else you want to address the action economy.
0: Okay, uh, Twilight will use... Can, can you describe the layout of the room to me one more time? Pretty much just a big empty room. Uh, there is a, there's Torin standing right
1: in front of you. There is a shadow standing directly in front of him. And next to that shadow is the white in a new spirit form. And behind all that, emerging from a vicious purple portal, is a giant headless skeleton with a battle
0: axe. Awesome. And then way behind you is Bert. Okay. Uh, Torin, what's your health at?
5: 23.
0: Okay. I'm willing to take that risk.
5: Wait, what? (laughs) You're in front of me? In front of you with shield up, trying to shield an ally. Very
0: pointed words
5: from Torin today.
0: Okay. Twilight will move in front of Torin and cast Thunder Wave. That will push Torin back, but at least. And the, the intent here is to shove everyone away, including trying to shove the skeleton back into the portal that it's coming out of so you need to make a constitution saving throw for all three characters
5: and apparently so do I is that just a d20 plus my constitution yes 12 plus 1 so 13 and I'm guessing it needed to be a 14 yes wait does my proficiency bonus help yeah it does 15 screw you oh then you're fine Thank
0: God. Yep, yeah, Torrin's fine.
1: What happens when you? He pass? takes half the damage. Half the damage. Roll that damage. The shadow failed. Uh, roll the damage.
0: Oof. Oof. Okay. Uh, twelve. So Manny, you lose six, and you get pushed ten feet away from me.
4: <laughs>
0: so if anyone succeeded, they also took six damage, and if anyone failed, they take the full twelve. And and also keep in mind, uh, everyone gets shoved 10 feet away from me.
1: Yes, everyone does get shoved. Um, and so, yeah, that's going to work. The skeleton is going to get pushed back into the portal. Perfect. As it does it, you hear the collision noises of whatever else was in that portal has now been struck with this flying giant skeleton.
0: Awesome. Uh, Twilight will like to use their movement action now that nobody's in melee range of them to back away back behind torn shield again and then twilight would like to use a bonus action to give Torn a bardic inspiration torn, uh, twilight's going to place a hand on Torn's shoulder and go look i know that hurt but i also know you can really take a hit and we'll give them a bardic inspiration Torn, you now have a d6 to add to any action role for a success so you can't add the damage but you can add to hit or add to do any skill
5: this is a very small consolation for cannonballing me across a room
0: yeah but it's a pretty big consolation considering i shove that skeleton back up its ass up its own ass i
5: dare say also
1: that and that is gonna be all right now my guys get to do stuff because
5: admission did we gozer out. it and the portal closes or no
1: <laughs> uh, the portal the portal is still open uh but uh you did knock a big thing into it and isn't that kind of fun Uh the the Whites uh the White's Icker form is going to uh blast right for you, Torin. Um right through that darkness. Or that light, the opposite of darkness. Words are hard, right guys? Mm. Anyway. Uh Yeah, eight to hit is not going to hit.
5: Eighteen armor class. Yeah. With the shield up. Oh, especially yeah. The white's gonna,
1: yeah. The white's gonna rush at you and try to reach a, a icky arm out, and it's not gonna stick. Ding. The uh, you're just gonna yeah. You're gonna shield it away. And now the cool part happens. Oh my, freaking!
5: So the shadow was supposed to do a stealth roll, right? From the sounds of it, the shadow tripped on its shoelaces and fell on its face. Yeah, the shadow tried to be stealthy,
1: but apparently it spent the whole time pulling a twilight. So you, it, it, it ran behind to uh, avoiding your light entirely. Torrent, it ran behind to sneak up on Vert, but I guess you heard it making whooshy
0: noises as it was doing. It was doing singing it? Twilight's theme song, and Twilight's going, "Hey, that's copyrighted!" Just turn like, cut that out. Vert, what is your uh, AC? Uh, Sixteen.
1: Okay, we are gonna have a hit on our hands, everybody.
4: Oh no.
1: right.'m sure Vert has the most health out of all of us now. For uh, seven damage, the shadow is going to uh, it's gonna rush you in the darkness for and wrap its hands around your neck and you're gonna f- and you feel the actual strength drain out of your body. You feel it's harder to stand up. What is your current strength score? Not the modifier, but the actual score?
6: Uh, it's nine.
1: All right, it's it's now seven. Oh
6: wow!
1: Uh, and you took seven damage as well. Mm. And then uh, the final thing that happens is from the portal, you see the uh, the battle axe and the uh, reach out of the portal and stomp down into the ground, and you can see the skeleton trying to pull itself out of the portal, and it's gonna fall in a pile of bones. Uh, now with a head. Uh, and it's taking a turn to reassemble itself, but you can see now that the head is a giant bull skull. And uh, and that's it. Up to vert.
6: So I've got this shadow thing right on top of me.
1: Yeah, it's in melee range of you, my man.
6: Let's do a thunder wave because nobody's like right on top of me,
1: are they? Yeah,
5: it's just the uh,
1: it's just the thing. Okay.
5: Probably should have been more cautious if we knew the room was apparently the size of a football stadium. I figured, like,
1: if you want measurements, it's 60 feet by 60 feet, but I figured you didn't care.
5: We made you describe a staircase. What made you think we didn't care? I chose to describe that staircase.
1: I am a free individual who is allowed to describe whatever architecture he desires.
6: So the saving throw, that is 10 plus my proficiency and my casting stat?
1: Yeah, you should just have a a casting... Right, you should have a, a saving throw stat yeah. based on your casting stat.
6: That is going to be 15.
1: 15 to save? Yep. He hasn't managed to roll above a 14. And it's constant. It's not going to matter. All right, hit me.
5: Okay. Mess me up,
1: fam.
6: 2d8.
5: Ooh. Come on, Kev, you've eliminated lesser opponents with less.
6: I know, right? Oh, So. Uh, that is going to be 8 damage and t- 10 feet away.
4: 8
1: damage turns into slightly less on this particular creature. Okay. Yeah, it's it's bounced 10 feet away and off to your right, and it's just... Uh, do you want to do anything, Vert?
6: Nah, because... I can't really, I don't want to move closer to anybody in the event that we have to do this crap again, but uh, yeah, I'm just going to stand my
1: ground. Okay, you stand your ground, and it goes to Torin. Am I close to the
5: shadow or anything?
1: You are close to the white because the white is in melee range of you, and it's trying to hit you. There is a, also behind it is a giant skeleton minotaur.
5: Uh, I only got one shot left. Do I focus on the white or the gigantic skeleton?
0: Just remember, we can't kill the white. We don't know if in this new form it will reform or not.
5: Well, we can't even restrain it. It's a ghost goop.
0: Oh, that's true. So maybe it'll work.
5: But I'm guessing I can't just go past the white to get to the skeleton. And would it take up an action to get to the shadow?
1: Yes, and you would likely... Unless you use the disengage action, you draw an uh, attack of opportunity from the uh, from the white. And I'm guessing it
5: does not have a physical form. It's kind of goopy right now, bro. So ensnaring strike would do about jack. So what, uh, allies, what's your uh, health points looking like?
0: Oh, um, yeah, I'm at a nine. I could use some heals if
5: you're trying to do some heals. Uh, I'm at eight. But you're also oh, too far God. away. So I will do the support roll. Kevin sounds like he needs more healing, plus he's our damage healer, so here's what I will do for Twilight, since you're close by. Yes. Without even looking at you, just somehow turn my arm around, just slap you right on the face, and cast with my last paladin spell slot, Protection from Evil and Good.
0: Sure, I'll take that. That gives disadvantage whenever any undead or anything attack me, right?
5: Yep. Until the spell ends, one willing creature you touch is protected against certain types of creatures, aberrations, celestials, elementals, fey, fiends, and undead. Perfect. So you're choosing elementals, clearly. <laughs> it grants several benefits, so you will be protect. The creatures will have disadvantage on attack rolls against you. You can't be charmed, frightened, or possessed by them. I'm comfortable with telling you that everything here is undead. But I'm guessing because Even there's like two spirit you. types, there's... Uh, <laughs>
1: They count as undead, don't worry about so it. So no
5: possession worries. Maybe. They will be protected from that.
0: Excellent. And Perfect.
1: that is
5: one action, and then for I can't move because, well, I guess I could move. Twilight is protected, so I will then use up my last remaining movement and action to just kind of haul ass towards the really banged up Spellslinger.
1: Okay, Are you so you're moving then. You're trying to get away from the white? It's in melee range of you. If you try to move away and you've already used your action, it's going to get to attack you. It's called an attack of opportunity.
5: Yeah, but I got a shield and I got enough health points. All right, here it comes. And I have faith in your not ability to roll.
0: And he believes in the heart of the cards. Well, I get to teach somebody a lesson.
1: (laughs) Ten damage. Oof. As you turn your back to the white and try to leave it, it is going to cut a swath down your armor with it with its ghosty hand i am now at seven hit points yep also roll your constitution Mitch, you may have board wiped us
4: well we'll find out
1: roll your constitution mod my man constitution save on this attack 18
5: plus the one plus proficiency bonus
1: you're fine you don't get the the bonus effect which was this is your life total for the rest of the battle you you avoided that i just wanted everyone to know that that's a that's on the table
5: oh i hate that move so wait, if I try to heal Kevin, will he only go up to nine? No,
1: Kevin didn't get hit oh.
5: by this attack.
1: It's it's something the White's doing. It's uh, Twilight's turn.
0: I thought the Shadow did something to him. How far away did Torn have to move to get away from me? Wait, hold on. Hey, Torn, did you use the Bardic Inspiration I gave you to protect yourself at all?
5: I completely forgot about it. Yeah, of course. Wait, did Bardic did Bardic Inspiration? What did that matter to, for the? Because I could have only used it on the Constitution roll. Not really the you know defend myself from attack of opportunity.
1: Yep, that's right. Can't use it on it to add your AC. Oh, fair enough.
5: Would not have mattered. Okay,
0: fair enough. I just figured I'd ask. Yeah, saves, attacks,
5: and ability rolls. Right, right, right.
0: Okay. uh, So how far away did Torn have to move to get away from me? Uh, Thirty feet. A movement. He is. uh, He is standing next to Vert now. Okay, and the white is behind me or in front of me.
1: In front of you, uh,
0: 10 feet in front of you, so not in melee Okay, range. so the white's 10 feet in front of me, and the skeleton thing's in the exact same place it was, so... Um, mm-hmm. Alright, I'm going to run up towards the white, and I'm going to use Thunderwave again, this time not only trying to shove the skeleton further back into the portal, but also trying to shove the white into the portal. Okay, not only can that work, but I hate you so much. <laughs> Is this the Gozer moment?
1: might be the gozer moment go ahead goes me okay goes me and goes I roll 2d8 uh ho, ho and i constitution
0: save six damage six plus damage shoving total. ten feet back for both the skeleton and the yes. white
1: so now the skeleton and the white uh get pushed through the portal colliding with something else that was seemingly inside and you see the uh, the skeleton gets pushed in, no problem. It just it looks like it gets sort of flushed. Uh, the white grabs its hands around the edges of the portal, uh, as though to try to, to stop itself, and it's holding itself there in the entrance. Uh, this portal seems to be pulling at its at its body, at its its energy. Roll your uh, roll your arcana, see if you know what's going on, buddy. Just you, Twilight. Okay. Uh, that is an 11. Your arcana tells you that because the white cast this spell, there's a possibility that the portal spell is bound to the white's
0: existence. Hmm. So since it has its hands like clutching onto the side of this portal, uh, does that...
3: Desperately trying
0: not to get Does that in. mean that it's not able to take an action right now because it is fighting so hard against this portal? Yep. Could I move again?
1: Yeah, right you can move you don't have another action to take
0: hmm okay I guess I guess Twilight just s- stays there yeah there's not really anything I okay. can do so that's fine Ooh, look
1: a butterfly sounds great <laughs> <laughs> this is nice this is a good dungeon the uh, the white is struggling against the force of the portal
2: I will not go back you cannot force me through. I will fulfill my duties here.
1: And it's pushing itself out, and it's writhing itself out, but what actually helps it get out is the minotaur skeleton behind it shoves it through, and that minotaur is trying to crawl its way out as well. Uh, that pile of bones once again on the mm-hmm, rebound. Mm-hmm. Torin, as you approached that shadow before when you got back close to Vert, the shadow um, is now trying to run. It's trying to leave. So Vert and... Uh, Tauren, you guys get an attack of opportunity at the start of the Shadow's turn now.
5: Well, it's not like I can cast Divine Smite anymore, so I guess just slash at it with my sword arm. That still has my amulet hanging from it.
1: That's something that people shine Shining do. all light-like. Yeah, it does not like that, that amulet light at what all. What do I
5: need to roll? Just a d20?
1: Just a, just a normal attack.
4: Um,
1: just a
5: melee attack. 17 plus proficiency, so 19. And wait, uh, up, should I roll the bardic blah blah?
1: Oh sure, I mean you've already hit. It wouldn't it wouldn't do anything now.
5: It would make Mock feel good. I, I I, so I would roll say, a d6. Okay.
0: that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> no, that's
1: fine.
6: Yeah, roll a d6 that's and looking.
0: add it. I
1: don't
6: even. Are we allowed to... a six? Are we
5: to... Oh, gracious.
1: Okay, uh, you, you still have Just hit. add
5: that exclamation point to the hit.
0: Good for you, man. You did it.
5: See? You did it, Twilight.
0: I don't even... I hate all of you.
5: <laughs>
6: so, um, for the attacks of opportunity, is that just melee attacks only?
1: Yeah, that's just melee. It's boring. Okay,
6: that's fine. Um, so, Kick him that in the shadow is... <laughs> that's a 23 to hit with a dagger.
1: Yeah, roll your damage, both of you.
5: So one d10, and I'm guessing I don't roll anything else to help.
1: Uh, You had your strength mod.
5: As meant no other dice. Five. Nine.
1: So nine plus five is actually exactly how much you guys needed. As Torin entered the sort of shadow space with its light, it, and then it, uh, you struck it. And it dissolved into something that looks like ash, but somehow lighter. And it is it is gone. It is, it is dissipated. And that leaves uh, the white is recovering from its spot in the portal. Vert,
5: it is your turn.
6: Okay, so the white is immediately in front.
5: Just a quick suggestion. Mm-hmm. What if we combined and I threw you like a football across from where you need to and you cast Thunderwave again?
0: Um, just remember that I am in front of that area, and that puts me very much at risk, and my health is low.
5: Oh, oh, now we're worried about allies at risk? Okay, I specifically
0: asked- (laughs) I specifically asked you how much health you had to make sure it didn't get you killed.
5: All right, all right. This is happening! So what if I just throw Vert and he- I don't know- jump kicks it through?
1: Your, your turns are right next to each other in the turn order, I'll allow it this time.
5: I don't know, do you have any other push spells?
0: That could technically work.
5: That
6: could technically work. Um, I don't have a lot of HP left, though.
5: It's Not like I'm throwing you into a spike pit, just at two undead in front of an undead portal.
1: You know, one of those classic scenarios.
0: You know, it's the old undead through a portal gag.
6: <laughs> uh, how close is Twilight to the portal?
0: Uh, you're 30
1: feet from Twilight. I'd say 40 feet from the white, and then 45 from the skeleton that's right behind him.
6: But, um, okay, so the white is more than, or is like actually at 10 feet from the.
1: If, here's what I'll say if mm. Torin wants to spend his action to to throw you, mm-hmm. I will I will allow him to give you the running start you need to get into melee range of the white if that is what you are asking for.
6: Okay, all right. Um,
5: and do you have anything sweet. that can push them but not kill Twilight?
6: I don't think so. <laughs> I can attack it. It's
5: fun,
0: guys. It's fun while it lasted. I appreciate it. <laughs>
5: but You've got protection that's... from evil and good. That's not how that works. <laughs> that's not... Yet to be
6: seen
1: where we fall.
6: Oh, gracious. Um, I think I might just go ahead and stick with the tried and true.
1: Tried and true. Tried and Murder true. Gnome special. Ordering up.
6: And that's going to be a level two version of our fun favorite, Magic Missile. That is going to be one, two... Four. 14 damage.
1: That's a lot of damage.
6: That is a, a notable amount of damage. Not a personal best, but still.
1: So yeah, for 14 damage, uh, and the Bane spell,
5: I think, oh, yeah. adds to it Bane. as well. I did do oh, that. Oh, yeah. On the, creature, the only creature it affected.
1: Yeah, your magic missiles are going to... ...shred into the white's form. And it is going to let out the angriest hiss. And she'll say to you... But... I fulfilled my mission. I was supposed to lead. And its form... ...vaporizes.
6: You led them to failure.
1: And yet the portal remains open. Twilight, it is your turn. There is a portal and a giant ugly skeleton. And now you can see emanating from the portal almost as though you're looking at a picture somewhere far in the background of it. Now, out of the swirling energies, you can see forms moving closer towards it. Just silhouettes, just shadows in a vortex of purple and black, but sure enough, something moving and approaching. There is so much energy leaking out of this portal now that you can you can see the necrotic energy flowing out and onto the floor and getting closer to you.
0: Okay. And so part of why the portal's still open, you don't have to give me the answer, but the the giant skeleton is still partway out of the portal, right? Is that what's happening? Yes. Okay. Uh, you got
5: one more thunder wave in you, buddy?
0: Twilight looks at Vert and Torrin and holds their loot in their hand and goes not this one and puts the loot down and reaches into their kimono and takes out the little black box and twilight opens the box and pulls an ocarina out of it i'm gonna need a little bit a little bit more inspiration to get through this and twilight would like to use their ocarina to do one last thunder wave but unlike a power chord from the lute, this thunder wave will come out in the form of this beautiful melody coming from the ocarina and all of the notes will physically appear in the air and swirl around in a circle until the song is complete and then launch itself straight towards the portal where the giant skeleton is
4: can i
1: just say i'm so glad that you picked in ocarina as your secondary instrument because like it's such a cool instrument to me the idea that it was just this thing that existed in this this Zelda video game and that it sounds like this it's supposed to sound like this beautiful like kind of flute thing like I'm really into ocarinas like because it's like it there used to be this thing called a recorder that like apparently every kid in the world learned about music from so it's got such this cool like history for me
0: yeah that is really cool
1: like i wish i i wish i could hear a recorder i'll never be able to and i just think this is such a cool choice like thank you no no
0: is the zelda game available in the archives i'd love to try it out sometime i'll see if i can dig it up for you yeah yeah that'd be great but uh yeah uh this is the object i've chosen for my secondary instrument and i am casting one last thunder wave which fun fact i am at my last thunder wave so here we go very appropriate good hit me okay uh huh. And okay, okay, cool. That was actually a tw- okay. Five more.
1: We'll see if that matters.
5: Plus proficiency bonus.
1: Yep. And you, you, this thing was laying in a pile in front of the portal, so it just blasts right in, hmm. and you can hear the collision of of things in that portal as as they're struck once again. It, like maybe maybe like someone's in the portal like oh not again and then <laughs> like like that because that's funny comedy uh, but now the portal is still open and this necrotic energy is still hanging back and what you noticed first and foremost is that the amulet on Torin's chest is still shaking and vibrating extremely hard. And the light is is getting brighter with no more um, no more undead in the area, just purely reacting to the portal. It's the light aura around Torrin is glowing and stretching.
5: Why, why
6: don't you get closer to the thing?
5: I will try. I'm I'm actually quite beat up. Just kinda walking as close as I can to the portal. Mm-hmm. Amulet in front of me. Shield Covering my bruised body.
0: Uh, Twilight would like and... to use a bonus action to give Torin another bardic inspiration, and this time the oh, bardic the bardic inspiration isn't a compliment as usual. Uh, Twilight plays a slightly a slight variation to the Thunderwave song, and part of the notes go and they envelop uh, Torin, and that's tight.
1: So now you're wrapped in you're wrapped in all this energy, this electrical energy, pure electrical energy. You hit that aura. That is uh, that is now pouring out of this this portal, and it's actually going to hit you for two damage. Burr. And just the just you can feel the very life inside of you being ripped, and you can see bright light erupting from your eyes and your mouth as you try to get closer to this portal that just is made with pure death. And you get closer, holding the amulet in front of you. The amulet is wait.
5: Pulling. Can I add one thing? Uh, yeah. Because I have not used it in so long. Torn goes, You want all of me? You can have all of me. And just open my mouth wide and spray possibly days worth of acid into the portal.
1: And you hear someone on the inside go, Hey, there are people in here, man. (laughs) You succeed in doing that. You take another step closer and the aura rips another chunk of your soul right out of you. For three damage, how much life do you have left?
5: I am currently at five, so three
1: would take me down to two. Oh man! And the Wait. the amulet on your wrist—you're right there. You're right at the portal now, and the amulet on your wrist is floating, pointing straight at it. It's glowing and so bright, it's hard to look at it. But it can't—it can't come off your wrist where you've tied it. This is your this is your casting point. This is your religious symbol, Torin. This is your your object of faith is. Pointing itself towards this portal now. It's calling you there. Must
5: not fail again.
0: Twilight comes over to Torin and ducks underneath his arm and helps hoist him up.
1: You're lifted up. Torrin, if you could do anything in this moment, what would you do?
5: Since I didn't actually get to use my healing power, I would like to just pour all the healing points I have into this amulet just to try and give it that boost.
1: That'll work. You infuse your amulet with all of your healing energies. Everything that Hercules has taught you about keeping up your strength and giving giving it your all. You infuse the amulet with your everlasting dragonborn endurance. And your amulet makes contact with the material if you could call it that, of the portal. And the chain rips from around your wrist. The swirling of the amulet becomes a vortex of light that counteracts the negative energies of the portal. There's a flash of light as these, as this religious, light-filled, hopeful energy collides with the element of pure death. And then, in the quiet, you see the lion's insignia holding its spot in the air where the ion stone once floated. There's no longer a portal. There is only this amulet, this lion's head, encasing itself in the air, interwoven with black light, keeping everything inside of it contained. You try to touch it, Torin. try to take it back, and it feels immobile, stuck in the air. There didn't seem to be any other
5: way. "'Tis but a symbol. It is my faith that will keep me going."
1: The room is still filled with the necrotic energies, but they are lessened now. And you hear what sounds like a voice coming through, a staticky radio signal. And it's Dibilica. She's somehow pushed through and is able to arrive. Uh, you can see her form snapping in and out of existence in a fixed spot in the room. And she says, Well, I guess you didn't
0: get the white. Eh, we did good enough. And Twilight collapses uh, from carrying Torn's weight and from exhaustion.
1: She floats over to you and hovers above the three of you, getting... Closer than she ever has before. Her illusion is still flickering in and out, and she says, Crotic energies. Disrupting transmission. I don't care about the white. I don't care about my bosses. Or the mission. What I care about is getting out of here, and it looks like you guys actually have the wherewithal to do that. I'll never be able to talk to you guys like this again. So just understand that whatever I say after this point, that's the job. Portrablatt has a wizard controlling the illusions in this castle. One of the three wizards that originally tried to capture him and banish him here. Get to the peak of the castle. This isn't a deal that I'm making with you. This info is yours. For free. I... Can't maintain connection. I'll see you guys
5: when you get out of here.
1: And then she's gone.
5: Torn just thumbs ups and then collapses onto his back. <laughs> somewhat near Twilight.
0: Uh, Twilight is... Twilight raises their head like, All right, best buddy. We'll go to the whatever you called it.
6: Did she seriously just ask us for help?
5: Well, like we said we may have a way out of here and we killed stuff now we just have to do it all over again and not die
0: uh, we got
5: this guys oh, sh- oh Strox. guys
0: uh we've been playing for this for a while it's almost showtime uh can we get robin's broadcast going
6: yes uh, give me a moment
1: oh where's yang he's gotta stay by the scrambler once it's destroyed, he's going to let us know so we can shut off before they trace us.
6: Okay. Okay, I got it.
2: We are here at last, listeners. Burning men is upon us, and to suit the mood, I thought we would play the perfect song. Now then, everyone should be perfectly synced with their pea cup and, oh, what One moment, if you please. Um. Uh-huh. Yeah, oh. Oh, how interesting. Why? Well, well, yes, I, I do know. Thank you. Oh, no, no, get right on that. You, you too. Dear listeners, it would seem we are going to be updating the track for Burning Man. Never fear, though. The
1: fun moves on. That's it. They should be sending the drones to play around near the signal.
6: So I guess I... I guess I gotta go then. I uh, managed to raise up a Wi-Fi radio. So I should be able to keep <clears throat> you guys updated. I can't believe I'm actually gonna go see the outside world.
5: You've got this, man. Go. Kev, we'll see you soon.
6: Yeah. I guess we've got Potroblat to get thanks for cleaning up the radiation outside my bunker. All right. All right, I... Wow, it, it does not look too great out here. Wish I could see the sun.
1: <laughs> How's that breath of fresh air?
6: A whole heck of a lot better than the bunker, I'll tell you that much. I Wait, what's that sound?
2: Dear, dear encroachers, did you truly believe you could hide from us?
3: Is that? Is that Robin?
6: What the gods is-
2: Thanks to the wisdom of our beloved overseers, we have all come here to celebrate Burning Men with each and every one of you. And we are grateful for the work you have put in with Terraheart, But know that we do not take treason lightly. Now, I do believe it's time to celebrate.
1: Guys, I don't understand. Kev? Kev?
3: We have a problem. Do
1: we? Yang, what happened? They are
3: ignoring our signal. They're using it as an excuse to remove their Terraheart workers. As I thought, they never planned on granting them access to true reality.
6: Guys, I. They're so.
1: God. I can't believe.
4: Kev,
3: you need to get out of there.
1: Damn it, I'm going out. Wait, Mitch, you can't just. Strux.
3: I do not know if I can reach them in time. But perhaps I can try to assist young Mitch. I'm coming to. You won't get there in time. I will go. Well, I can go instead. Young J-Mark, you cannot either. Trust me. I will do everything I can to bring them back. <laughs> ah! I'm tired of waiting. Kev?
0: Kev, are you there? Mitch and Yang are coming. They're coming to help you.
4: Sorry. I wonder if that's how
6: warm the sun feels.
0: Kev? KEV?
4: Hey, J-Mark again. This episode is the last episode of
0: our second arc, Hunting Whites. From here moving forward, we are currently accepting new NPC names for the upcoming arc. So be sure to tweet, Facebook, and or Instagram about the show with the hashtag UnpluggedRising. Also, I want to say thank you to the two musical artists who contributed to today's episode. The first song from the beginning of the episode is The Tide by Zach Eser, who is the label boss for the DC-based house music label Chub Rub. And the second song at the end was Maryland, spelled M-R-L-N-D, by Soul Good Music. If you like music, be sure to go and support them. I also want to take a moment to announce that we are going to be doing two live shows this year. That is right, we are going to be performing official live shows for the first time ever this summer at the Escape Velocity Convention in D.C. and the BlurredCon Convention in Virginia. Please keep an eye out for updates and details to see how you can attend and support. Each show is going to have its own unique poster for sale, and we might even have some extra merch available as well. Finally, I want to thank all of you. I just received word from Kevin that we have an international audience, officially, including one listener that I know for a fact is from Norway, so that is super exciting and absolutely unreal. The growth we've experienced for this podcast has been immense, and gratitude feels like such a small word to express how much we appreciate each and every one of you. We don't pay for advertising, and instead rely on word of mouth to get the podcast out there. So every time you tell a friend, a loved one, an acquaintance, or a rival about our show and get them to listen, it helps so much more than I can express. So thank you. That all being said, our next episode is going to be another one of our half ones, and that's due to come out two weeks from now, so April 12th. It should be a good one. Thank you so much, everyone. And remember... The Overseers are always watching.